here for you. Hi, I'm Paul Farver. I'm your host. It's another episode of Singles Only Podcast. We have on this episode comedian Tony Mahinfar from Arizona. We did it by Zoom. He's got a new special day drinker available on Amazon Prime, Spotify, everywhere, iTunes. It's hilarious. He's hilarious. It's amazing because we uh, grew up in the same town. We ended up being comedians. He's also Persian. So he's just like a younger, better version of me. Uh, you'll love this episode. It's super fun. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, review us. Please, please, please review us. Uh, we had a jackass give me a one-star review, which you would be surprised that even if we've got you know 150-some great five-star reviews, and I really appreciate that, one star can really screw up your logarithm. Um, not to mention the uh, support of your family. My parents aren't talking to me until I get back to five stars. Um, my website, Paul F. Comedy, has my upcoming dates, if there are any. Um, I'm not going to mention any states or cities because I don't want to jinx it. Um, my YouTube page uh, is back up and running. It was never down, but I've got new stuff on there, including podcasts, if that's where you are right now watching this or listening to it. YouTube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Um, Instagram at Paul Farvar. DM me or email me at pfarvar at gmail.com. If you've got comments or concerns about this episode or any episodes, I will start uh, mentioning some of the emails I get. I really do appreciate the uh, responses, if uh, questions, concerns, or suggestions on guests or questions you want to hear more about on the podcast. And, and most importantly of all is keep supporting our sponsors so this podcast can stay 100% free. Before I succumbed to the pressures of getting Netflix and Hulu, I was an avid reader. I still am, but I'm behind on my books. I used to read a bunch of books, mostly memoirs, biographies, uh, nonfiction stuff. And uh, as you all know, one of my favorite books is uh, Perfect Pain by Param Parastran, a good friend of mine. Uh, it's an awesome memoir about, and it's a true story, um, about how he fled Iran as a child and uh, lived up this perfect life that we all uh, are sold um, as a multimillionaire uh, successful businessman. But he had an underlying pain and issues that he had not resolved, and this is what he did on his journey. It's an amazing book. Um, I, I can't tell you how awesome it is. If you haven't read it already, I strongly recommend it. And and I still have some free books to give away too. So for you listeners, subscribers, if you give us a five-star review, I will send you a free book. I've got about seven left right now. Um, and uh, it's, it's a great book, perfectpain.com, available on Amazon. It has been discounted uh, because he wants to get rid of his batch of books. Perfectpain.com or go to Amazon, get the book. And if you've read the book already, give him a review too. Um, we want to give him the far of our bump. Um, perfectpain.com by Param Parastron. Um, or message me and I can maybe send you a book for the right price. For free. No, I'm just kidding. Perfectpain.com. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I, I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, but when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for 
more than you know. A lot of times, companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer. Sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. There is no voice of reason on this episode, but I, I'm excited for this guest. We're doing it by Zoom, unless you're listening to it uh, in the standard way. Um, a good friend of mine, we, uh, we met in Arizona, and then we found out we essentially grew up maybe 0.2 miles away from each other in Oak Brook, Illinois, the tough part. He lived in the better part, the gated community. I was in the rough areas. (laughs) Tony Benfar. Tony, and he's Persian. How are you, Tony? I'm doing well. Yeah, we we actually had the exact same life, except you did it just a few years uh, before I did. But yeah, Yeah. your town, same school, same nationality. Like we... Yeah. (laughs) It's funny, because I remember the first time I met you, and I was like, wait, you're from Oak Brook? (laughs) <laughs> and we're in, we were in like North Scottsdale, Arizona, which is where you're you're in Arizona now. Yeah. And I was like, how do I not? I know all the Persians. I'm like, how is this not possible? So. And, and then I explained I'm only half, so that explains. Yeah. yeah. So. Different different gang altogether. There's like different <laughs> gangs of Oak Brook, the tough neighborhoods. Um, <laughs> the ghetto of Oak Brook. <laughs> I've been trying to get you on this podcast. Uh, you were either single or not single, single, and then. And then uh, I was supposed to be in Arizona and I was going to record it live, but unfortunately you guys uh, don't understand this uh, <clears throat> virus that's it's an alleged pandemic. Yeah, yeah see, we're, we're all really stupid here. So we don't, we don't know anything. We don't know what's going on. Is you with the yeah. a virus? Is that what's that's happening? It's like a virus? So I, yeah, I like just walk around and breathe on everybody. Everyone breathes <laughs> on me. That's how we do it here. We don't. <laughs> it's funny because like you guys are becoming like Arizona's becoming like uh, a rich man's Florida when certain things go viral I'm like wait is that Florida oh no that's Arizona okay cool yeah I feel like Arizona and Florida are in a competition to see who's it's like you know when you're at a party and there's two drunk idiots just trying to like see yeah. who could, like fart the loudest or yeah. see who could, like throw up them like that's what yeah. Arizona and Florida are they're the drunk morons trying right. to have drunk moron each other yes i love arizona to keep that in mind that that was a a place dear in my heart uh one of the one of the one of my favorite places i go there you know three four times a year it's like a home away from home for me but yeah. um, I, I love I, it there i I, lo- I love i love it here too uh just you know i there's a lot of people i have problems with but i no, i love arizona <laughs> and i do love florida too so 
Yeah, my parents are brother and family are all in Florida. But Arizona for me, one of the reasons I love it there is I've dated a lot of women from Arizona, whether um, I met them in Arizona or I met them in Chicago and they're originally from Arizona. I just have this, I feel like it's a, it's a great area. I don't know, maybe they like, they like Persian men. I, I don't get it. They, they don't want to piss off their dad. And uh, Persian is the, is the, is like the new black in a way. But um, is that true? Is that, is it, is it easy to date there? What's going on? How are well, you single? There, well, there's a, I mean, the, there's a lot of singles here. There's a lot, yeah. and even the people that aren't single, they pretend they are. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of bars. That's the thing here with Scottsdale and Phoenix. It's all bars, restaurants, nightlife. Like everyone wants to get out. Everyone wants to mingle. Everyone, yeah. It's a it's a great spot for for singles, I guess. Yeah. Have Have you? You're currently single single yeah, not faking yeah, it yeah. okay yeah you always uh, I, I don't what's... know maybe i'm faking it who knows i gotta take <laughs> i gotta take this wedding ring off hold on a second make sure um you uh but you've been in like long-term relationships there right oh I mean, yeah i'm a i'm a long-term relationship guy i've been in relationships for most of my my adult life yeah what's the what's the longest uh you've been single let's start with that um well since i've I don't know. I've, I had a stretch, uh, uh, when I was in my like mid to late twenties, I think I was single for like two years. Okay. But it wasn't fun single. It was like, because I just got out of like a six year relationship at that point. Six years in your twenties. Yeah. yeah. You meet, how'd you meet this person? Let's, let's figure this out. Uh, I met her. Um, let's see. I met her through a friend. And then her friend wanted me, like, she was like, oh, because I, yeah, she was like, oh, you got to meet my friend. And I said, yeah, okay, that sounds good. And I met her friend and then we dated for six years. But it was, it was like that, you know, it was like that early 20s, like, I think I was yeah. 19 when I met her. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it was like that early 20s, like, first, like, big relationship. And then, you know, there was a lot of... Uh, jealousy and drunken fights you know drunken arguments and and then the breakup should have you know we should we probably should have been broken up longer than you know long before we actually did and so you know it was that rocky kind of okay practice i don't practice i don't want to say practice because that that kind of <laughs> minimizes her she's she's well, great but you know it's it's that thing you have to go through as a human being to grow for your next uh yeah just for, for whatever comes after your life you have to learn i think everyone needs that first big relationship where you can just be an idiot and you know and then uh yeah learn from it well you were yeah. when you're 19 and 20 your brain isn't fully formed i mean that's that's and science. I'm 39 and it's still not <laughs> i'm just saying like for you to be, but it's kind of weird that, you know, you are a good looking guy. I mean, were you good looking back then too? Or were you like a fat kid? I, well, no, see, that's the thing. Like I was good looking when that relationship started, but then like the last like two years of it, I, I started to get, I got, I packed on the pounds. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so. I, I show people pictures of me back then and people are like, what one girl literally said, oh, did you use that fat app? I was like, no, that's me eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. That's not, there's no app. app. That's I mean, me. 
<laughs> Fat Tony. So there was a two-year Fat Tony period, which obviously made fun dating impossible. I would yeah, assume I mean, it, in it, Arizona. It thing. Like, like most guys, I didn't know when I was, I didn't know I was fat. Guys never know when they get fat. <laughs> like if they're yeah. thin and get fat, they don't know it. So right. like, I, I remember I was with, uh, I was with a friend of mine and she said, uh, we were at like, um, oh no, it was actually, it was, I was with my, it, it was like the tail end of my relationship with that, with the six year relationship. We were at uh, like Linens and Things or one of those places or Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. And she, I think she was trying to tell me how much weight I've gained. So she was like, hey, there's a scale there. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, you should get on it. And I was like, what, why? <laughs> she goes, how much do you think you weigh? I was like, well, probably, you know, I haven't weighed myself in a while, but I bet I'm, you know, I'm probably 175. I know I put on a little weight, probably 175. She goes, yeah, get on it. And I said, okay. I get on the scale. It said 205 pounds. What? And I was you like, You gained a lot of weight. I know. You're 175 yeah. normally? <laughs> well, I was, I think like normally I'm like 165, but I thought I'd put on just a little weight. 10 pounds, yeah. And so I was like, No, this is, this scale's broken. Like, there's no way I'm over two. Like, there's, I can't, I'm five, seven and a half. There's no way I could be over <laughs> 200 pounds. And I got on a, I got on two more scales and they all said the same thing. And it, it scared the hell out of me. It's yeah, that's unhealthy. That's yeah. Just... So yeah, I after that, I I went down again in weight, and then I went back up again. Like a, maybe about ten years ago, I I started getting a little bit of weight back, but now I'm I'm You're back. Okay. Now. I'm, yeah, I, I have well, a lifestyle now. That it's funny that weight gain is so. <laughs> we're contributing that to oh that's why i was single like that's why it didn't work but like well, but it, i mean you are in arizona which is it's it's a place where it's surrounded by attractive people yeah and that's really one of the reasons like when i when i moved here i was i was a little chubby when i How, moved. when did you move to arizona i moved to arizona in february of 2010 okay um yeah, I think yeah, 2010. So or this uh, this relationship was back in Chicago then, or yeah, that or that okay. one I was talking about that six year late that was back in Chicago. Um, yeah, that that I think we we ended up breaking up like in like 2007 or eight or something. Like okay. That. Yeah. Around so there. you decided, hey, I'm gonna lose some weight and go to the the the, the city of of beautiful people to force myself <laughs> to get yeah. under 165. I guess. <laughs> That's pretty much it, you know. You got, and it's funny that you know when it's it and it's hard. Like I don't understand because people are beautiful here because they. It's like here in Vegas, like you have to be because it's yeah. too hot to be fat here. Like I don't know, I can't. <laughs> I, it's, it's too hot to be. But I, like I, you go out there and and it's it's weird because I I remember the first time I went to Arizona for spring training probably like twelve years ago. And I just look around and there was, there wasn't one unattractive person in Scottsdale. And I was like, and I was in good shape back then. I was a younger guy and skinnier than I am now. And I was like, this is the best place in the world. And everyone, men and women were just attractive and they were nice to, to people from Chicago. I mean, like, I remember I was at a bar in, in Scottsdale and, they, and I, all of a sudden I was Chicago Paul and everybody knew who I was <laughs> and I got to hang out with the bar crew till the end of the night and this was before yeah. I did comedy and I was like this is the best place and I was like and I met attractive women that otherwise in Chicago would never talk to me 
<laughs> so yeah, I just feel like that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much. And that's, that's honestly, that's one of the reasons I love doing shows here is because I, I, I'll always, after a show, I'll stand out uh, when the crowd, and I'll, and I'll say goodbye to the crowd when they leave. And they're, I hang out with, I always end up hanging out and uh, just mingling with people from shows. And I, a lot of them I'm in touch with, you know, everyone's, yeah. it's very friendly because most people are from somewhere else. Right. So, or they're on vacation from somewhere else. And, and everybody here is from Chicago or New York or. Yeah. Or so. Um, yeah, there's, it's, it's a very friendly, lively atmosphere and it makes, uh, it makes it good for, for being a local comic here. It's, uh, it's great for that. It's, uh, it's funny because I, I gathered so many fans there over the years of going there as a comedian that now, like I have a, fa I have a fan base in Arizona where I could actually sell out a room or a smaller room, uh, based on just <laughs> that stuff. I mean, you got yeah. me into that one club and I, the first two shows I did there were sold out. I was like, this is surreal. Um, yeah. But, um, and I want to do a show. I want to do a podcast where, um, you know, when you get invited by people after shows to go hang out and sometimes uh -huh. it's shady people and you don't want to go, but like, I want to do it, do an episode where comedians have to go out with someone, just say yes to everything and then come back and talk about where they ended up. They're like, oh yeah, it was fun until we started doing meth. Like, you know, like. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think it's a good, I thought of it. I, I've said no, like I have a good radar of like what, you know. So th there was this one couple and uh, there, it was, they were always so drunk and they would always say at least one thing racist to me afterwards. Oh wow. And then always ask me to go hang out with them. And I, and I was always like, you know, maybe next time. <laughs> it's a fear it's a fear issue i i always say no but um yeah. there was one time where my ex-girlfriend was there and she's like there was this hot attractive couple asking me to go to a strip bar with them and she's like they were trying to fuck you and i was like yeah i thought so too she's like well why didn't you go i'm like well because they're yeah i don't want to i don't want to fuck that guy like i don't I'm not, <laughs> yeah. his wife is hot and i don't want him watching me have sex with his wife i don't i don't think i'm that kind of guy yet but for this show, I would do it for for entertainment value. So yeah, you're like it was a good night until uh, until I had to suck that guy's cock. That was just <laughs> I didn't know how it happened. It just fell in my it mouth. Just, you know, <laughs> we first we were we, we were getting Jack in the Box after the bar, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's one thing led to another. This is a this has turned into a very specific situation, Tony. Like I feel like you're telling a real. <laughs> have you have you uh, have you you get it you get hit on after shows for sure. By women and it's, yeah it's, it, it happens yeah has that has that worked in your favor where either you've dated a woman or you've ended up hooking up with someone based on your comedy prowess no i mean i not really no because i you know i was i've been in a uh in a in a relationship for most of this time yeah so, you know, it's uh yeah so but i've i don't even though i'm not sure i would have anyway why is that? I mean, because for some reason, after shows, I'm usually just like, I don't know. I I get kind of, I mean, I'm I'm friend. I like hanging out with people in the in the comedy club. You know, we could buy drinks afterwards or whatever. And then, but once you get out those doors, they, <laughs> it's a whole other world. Man, I just get. Yeah, I'm, I, and it's it's you know since I've been like long relationship guy, I'm kind of like. 
I'm kind of nervous about it now. Like, yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm going to. Well, now you have no, ex- <laughs> how long was, how long was your last relationship? The, how long, how long uh, it, was, were... it was, it's like on and off for 10 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a, that's a, yeah. that's basically a, a lifetime. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was a long yeah. relationship. Yeah. 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 Well, but do you, like... go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you, do you want to, do you want to get married and have kids? Is that like the end goal? No, no. Really? Yeah, no, no. And it's, it's runs contrary to kind of how I call myself a long relationship guy, but yeah, no, I don't, um, I don't think I, I mean, I might, marriage is not something I'm opposed to. I just, here's the thing that I've realized by myself is that I am, I'm an irritable guy, like day to day. I need my okay. space. I need you, I need my own space. I need like I can't I can't live a life where people are constantly like, you know, with kids is a full time yeah. thing. That I'm pretty positive I will never I will never want kids. Um, okay. And then just being <laughs> I'm an indecisive irritable guy. So Okay. To, to finally have someone and be like, yeah, all right, you're, you're it. And then that's it. Like, there's no, there's never going to be another first date. There's never going to be another, you know, that excitement when, you know, like, that's just, it's kind of, you're kind of just saying like, yeah, all right, this, this is I it. I feel, I feel like uh, if I ever stop doing this podcast, you could just step right in and, and host this show and, and take over and be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take no, over. no yeah. one would know. They'd be like, wow, Pollock's younger and way better. Like what happened? <laughs> Unless you gain a lot of weight, then they'll be like, Oh, it's just Paul again. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, yeah, I, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. And I say the same thing about marriage where I say, I'm not opposed to it, but it's not something it's like not on my radar to want to yeah. have it. And my friends and probably your friends too. Cause uh, I feel like, we have similar backgrounds where all our friends are like, the only reason to get married is if you want to have kids. These are what my friends who are married say. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I know people that are, I, I have close friends that are, that seem to be happily married and, you know, they have kids and, uh, but they're people that should, cause some people should have kids. I just, and I, I honestly, I envy people that want that and envy people that, that have that you know but not right just, now not me. right now not oh, no, not right. in the pandemic <laughs> they are so thankful yeah. they like to hear how our life is in uh yeah. by ourselves now who's yeah, laughing assholes <laughs> people are, I, I get friends that are mad at me they're like tony why aren't you why aren't you going out with like why aren't you going on dates all the time why aren't you do i'm like i just, just want to you know i got to watch unsolved mysteries on netflix and <laughs> i gotta be in bed by 9 30 for no reason so you know yeah. You have the structure of a person who's married and unhappy. So I feel like it wouldn't be a big change for you. It probably wouldn't. I'd ease right into that. Well, did you, in the relationships you've had in the past, was were they aware of your not wanting kids and not? Yeah, you know, yeah. I was always, uh, I was always, you, and that's one thing. You don't hide unnecessary bullshit because that's, it's all, you know. I some some people want to like well I don't want to tell her I don't want kids because what if that ru- well it's right. gonna, it's going to be waiting to ruin things eventually <laughs> you yeah. can't spring it on them on the fifth yeah. date and be then up feel like ex- 
did you, I, I'm guessing that this had something to do with your last breakups in the, in the past. Because I, I can't imagine women uh, going along for this journey just because <laughs> just of your hair. <laughs> well, the, uh, I th the, the girl I dated in my 20s, I think she, she definitely wanted marriage and kids and all that. And uh, I was... I'm pretty, yeah, I, I think she knew that I didn't really want it. Um, so yeah, that was, that was definitely that. Um, my, uh, my last relationship. Um, yeah, she, I think, I think we were both on the same page with that. Oh, yeah. okay. That's good. Yeah. So. Do you, do you, uh, are you going to, do you use, have you ever used the apps, the dating apps yet? No, no. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I was. I'm not ready to jump into that stuff. Okay. You know, this is all like very. All this is very recent for me. So I don't. I haven't had time to to delve into. But it's Have here's you? the thing. It sounds. It sounds so intriguing, and I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way, but like, it just seems to me that there's so many ways to meet people, and I know a lot of people that are. And this is this goes for men, not women, because I think women, I think it's women that are looking for a man. I think that's so much tougher to find a man that that is good, a good man. I think it's easy to find a not easy, but I think you could find a. There's good women everywhere. There's really good, but men are just horrible people. Different. Yeah, we're awful, like yeah. awful. So, um, but I think if you're if you're a man looking for a woman and you want to find a relationship, you just want to find, and you can't with all the dating apps, with all the ways to meet somebody, then I don't know, man. Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong. <laughs> something oh, wrong. You sure. gotta look inward. Yeah. You gotta look inward. If you're not finding anybody in all this and you want to find somebody. But there's, but for you, I'm guessing that, there are a lot of women now that they find out you're single. They're like, hey, like, have you had that happen? People from your past being like, how, I mean, even, even if you weren't single because of the pandemic, people are reaching out to check up on you, I'm imagining. Yeah, I, I haven't had any like, you know, oh, so you're single now. Well, no, nah, not really, you know, nothing like yeah. that. Um, Maybe. I don't think they do. I don't think it happens like that. Like, <laughs> this isn't like no. some twenties oh, movie from <laughs> a nineteen twenties movie where I hear oh, you're single. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This shows how fucking out of touch I am with everything. Um, yeah, no, I haven't had any overt. I mean, maybe it's happened, and I just don't know. I just don't know yeah. it. So I'm just like, oh, I'm doing good. Thanks for checking up. Maybe we'll chat another time. You know, I don't know that there's like you're not getting the signs, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, are you? Do you think you'll eventually go on the dating apps? Because I can tell you, in Arizona, it's a very uh, pleasurable experience. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> for you, I mean, there's a lot of attractive women in Arizona that. Um, yeah, I think I think eventually I'm gonna. Yeah, I I will. I I think for sure. When do you think you're going to be ready for that? How many how many months into the uh, pandemic are you going to be like, okay, it's time? I I think probably um, the second the second I inject myself with the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Fair enough. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I really, uh, I hope, you know, sooner than later. I don't know. I just don't know when I'm going to feel like, because, you know, it's even if you just want to like casually date and you don't want a relationship, it doesn't mean there's no work involved. There's always right. work involved. There's always, you know, work. And I just, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to get into all that yet. <laughs> well, what do you, what is all that to you? What is it the, what is it that you, I mean, you clearly like to meet people after shows, right? So that's something, yeah, I, you're I, a I social like person. Yeah. Where does the, where, where does it break down where, I mean, you clearly aren't shy around women. I've seen you talk to attractive women. Yeah. So I, where does the break down where it becomes like, is it the one-on-one -on -one that you're not comfortable with, with women or are you shy deep down or are you like hiding something? No, <laughs> I, it's, I, I, there's a lot into that question. Sure. <laughs> I don't think I'm hiding anything. I'm, I'm okay. always very upfront about, you know. Yeah, I don't think so I'm either. I'm a pretty open person. Um, g give me your question one more time so I can, so I can articulate. <laughs> I mean, what is it that, I mean, you clearly aren't shy. After shows, I've seen you, or you talk yeah, about yeah. being enjoying a lot of people. Where is it where it becomes work or uncomfortable for you? If you're, I, it's the end of the night and it's it's come down to just you and uh, who's like the most attractive, uh, uh, your your number one go to attractive woman in in the in the world. Oh, uh, in the world. Uh, well, actress. I'm pretty, I'm pretty partial to Anne Hathaway. Like, okay. The Dark Knight Rises, Anne Hathaway. Okay, that. so let's say Devil Wears we, Prada, if you will. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm I'm more of a Heather Graham guy. Everyone knows of the okay. podcast, but let's say you go out where you and I do a show in Las Vegas, and uh, after this show, uh, Heather Graham is there, the real Heather Graham and Anne Hathaway lookalike is there for you, and we're at the we've partied with a group of 10, 20 people at um, Jimmy Kimmel's club. And then it's the end of the night, and then it's down to us four. And I go, hey, Heather and I are going to go get some uh, some snacks. And then Anne Hathaway lookalike goes to you, hey, Tony, you want to uh, you want to uh, stay out, or do you want to go do something else? What what, what happens? Um, what work is involved here that's uncomfortable for you? <laughs> You know, all right. I, I I would say, all right. Let's. What does she ask to do to get what, what's some snacks i don't know what are you gonna do what what's the move it's your it's two in the morning we've already had a great show you crushed you got yeah. three applause breaks in, in 15 and then minutes I, then i then i'd say hey hey uh ann hathaway look alike i got a i got a room of the second floor of circus circus <laughs> okay you, uh... so you're comfortable with that that's not uh, that's not work <laughs> no 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 Okay. What I'm talking about the work is uh, like okay, the next so I'm day. talking about like dating app work. Okay. So we're talking about we're talking about like dating apps, and so it's like okay, I gotta put a profile, and I gotta say how much I love to. What the hell do you put on a profile? Like, yeah, I, I look. I, I just like I've seen these dating profiles where it's like, oh, I just I I'm outgoing and I like to have a, a good time, but also that's, stay in and snug. Oh, I just hate that's that. That's not, you don't do that. That's that's like, that's an old, those are like okay Cupid things. You go on like Hinge or 
or Bumble or any of those new apps. Now it's just like, like hey, I want to fuck and have some drinks. Is that what you're no, saying? No, you don't have to fuck. <laughs> I mean, you could, but it, you, there's like a happy medium between like a, yeah. a one night stand and like a 10 year relationship, Tony. Look, like, let, let me tell you something, Paul, is I will talk myself out of anything good. So this is just how I am. There I is, there anything, is a lot of, yeah. Okay. Anything obviously good, I will do my best. So here, let me give you an example. So one of the one of the sponsors we have is called Charm or Keyboard Keys. What they do is you go on any of the apps and it has a keyboard of all the things that you, if someone has a picture with their dog, you hit the dog thing and there's like 20 funny things or comments you can make. It, it has break the ice shit for you. So the work is all taken out, even though you don't need to because you're funny, you know what to say. Yeah, so yeah. that part of the job is already taken out. Um, okay. As far as setting up the profile, it's just five recent pictures or give them the fat Tony picture and just be yeah, like, yeah, I think the, I think me eating the lucky charms is going to be that's the, a that's something to put on there that you're that shows that you're you're comfortable in your own skin, yeah. however many layers of skin there is, because if they can't handle me at my fat lucky <laughs> charms, then they don't deserve me in my vest, uh, whatever this is there. That's what you write. <laughs> That's one of the things you write. Then the rest of the questions on Hinge, especially is, do you want to have kids? Do you drink? Do you smoke? I mean, they're all like basic, like political, political viewpoints. You put all that in and it creates a logarithm. You don't have to say, I like, you know, circuses and, and puppies. Like you can just say <laughs> what you just said, like describe each of the pictures. It's like a very simple setup. Okay. Especially yeah, for a comedian. It's like, you just say who you are. Yeah, that uh, that ad we're talking about that's that sounds hilarious. You it's just... a great yeah. I the keys keyboard. It's uh it's when they hit, you know I get hit up by people all the time for sponsorships. I'm like, this is the reason I like it is it has things for like ending things. So you know you you like hit ending, a button where ending relationships. Like... Yeah, so you don't have to ghost anyone like an <laughs> asshole. You can be like, you can be like. Uh, you know, the, my best story that everyone knows from the podcast is like, I went on a relationship with this tall Russian lady and then we both wanted to get out of there. We didn't know how. And she's like, are we done here? I'm like, yeah, that's like exactly how fucking shit should end. Like, so that's all the work good. is taken out for you. It's free for you. You get a free, we have the beta version. All the, all, uh, all our uh, listeners get a free uh, thing. So, oh, nice. so you set up your app, you got five pictures. Um, there's a picture of you on stage. You know, you don't want to do too many stand-up pictures because that's that's a little uh, yeah so much. Yeah, picture of you with your dog. Obviously, dog's important uh, to you. Yeah. Um, fat Tony picture, and then uh, <laughs> a picture of you doing something hiking or whatever. I don't think you hike, but something you do. I you I used to hike when yeah, but yeah. I'll, I think I asked you to hike once and you laughed at me. I'm like, you want to go hiking? Yeah. You're like, what? It was, it was, you know, it was I live like, here, Paul. Like Sunday, I think he wanted to go hiking on like Sunday morning before yeah. a Bears game. And, yeah. And in the, the night after shows. So I'm hungover and I just want to wake up and start drinking and watch the right. Bears. There's no room there. for hiking. There's you just... put a Bears picture on there too. There's your fifth picture. You at watching the Bears game. <laughs> then you find these fans and it, and then or you find other people who are fans or you find a date and then you might find this Anne Hathaway. You might find Anne Hathaway. I don't know if that, she's married. That's Well, yeah, I think she is. 
Mm. She is married. Speed bump for you to resolve. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, uh, I can have him taken care of. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Did I just threaten Anne Hathaway's might be husband? But <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even know who he is or if he exists. What are you? What are the? What are the things that you've learned? Whether it's through relationships you've been in or um, just about yourself. Like, what is it? What are the things that if you do get in a relationship, what are you looking for? Other than someone who looks like Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Well, I just, I think the most, I think something very important in relationships, everyone, a lot of people, they want to look for certain qualities. I want this, I want this. I just want to me, and it sounds simple, but I want somebody I could just chill out with and be comfortable with yeah. because all the other stuff is noise. But when you're at home together and it's just, it's just you guys, it's just you two, can you be comfortable around each other can you enjoy each other's company and obviously there's more you know you you have a certain thing a certain type of person that you're attracted to like that all matters but um for something to last long you have to be able to get along just when it's you two can you just hang out together uh you know i i just never want to be the guy where i'm out somewhere and then because because you see this all the time where it's like someone's out and then the phone goes off and they look and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, hold, hold on one second. I got to yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to be fucking, you know, it's like, I don't want that. You, you know? don't want that. I don't want, yeah. the, I don't want the eye roll every time, you know. Having to explain why you're having fun and that person is not. Or, yeah. Or and just are not you? looking forward to just being around or talking to that person. Like, it shouldn't be that way. So I just, I think if you're just able to, you know, have a, a what closely resembles a friendship. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that that's what works. I'll tell you what, it's always funny to me. I, what I love about social media is I, any couple that's, uh, and I've seen two of my friends do this in the past week. Uh, they, when they're like, I just love, I love this woman. And it's like the love of my life. And she's like, I found my rock my steady yeah. man that I've been looking for. My, and then two days later. Divorced. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's always a sign of a, something's not right. Yeah. So anything fair, I just want to, I just want anything fairy tale bullshit where it's like, the, you know, I, someone you can just have fun with. Something you just enjoy. You know? what, are, what have you learned like that you can't deal with anymore in terms of, cause that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good easy thing to to uh, after being physically attracted to them or whatever what are the things where you're like a deal breaker you're like i can't like if they chew with their mouth open or <laughs> or have horrible music taste or you know no i can or, i'm I'm, uh, a, I'm a pretty tolerant guy okay I, 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 off the top of so my you're head, cool I'm with really... them being racist it seems like you're okay with racist yeah, you know because okay. then at least I, I can try and talk them out of it you know it gives me like a project like okay. if I can convert a racist into a non-racist, that's that's pretty important. Okay. And you, as a lawyer, you'd be able to appreciate that <laughs> to argue a racist out of their point. I no, you know I I, I recently have of... decided I don't want to do that anymore. But go ahead, there's not a lot. <laughs> like I, I think I'm gonna start putting that on my profiles where I'm like, I don't like to say like I don't like to be political and whatever. But like, if people are like still and if people voted for Trump, I'm like yeah, it's fine. But if people are like still like I love Trump. I'm like, I, I just can't, oh, I, I don't yeah. think I can deal I, with I wouldn't, 
I honestly, I wouldn't be able to date somebody that was uh, was pro Trump. I and I have friends that are pro Trump. Yeah, fine, me too. To 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 date someone like that, that you know, I I, I wouldn't. We would get into too many fights. Right. And I would get too angry. It would. It just wouldn't work. Because when I, I that's think, why I don't argue politics. That's why I don't talk about politics in my act. Because I get angry. When I talk yeah. About so I'm not able to like articulate myself well <laughs> enough and hold my emotions back to yeah. uh, to date somebody that I disagree with that much. I don't I think it's Republican. I, I don't yeah. have any. I Republican. That's fine. But but like gung ho Trump can't do it. It's just funny that, like, to me, it's when people are like, oh, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm like, politics are like, you're, anyone that goes to a rally, it's like, he's, it's, that's so nerdy. Like, even if you're a huge, I have a poster of Barack Obama on my wall, but I didn't go to like, after he won, I wasn't like, let's go to the rally. Like, I'm like, yeah. no, I, he won. Like, all right, I'm going to go fucking to a concert and, well, and do drugs. I always thought about it like, when I see the, like, the, the pro-Trump people like go to the rallies. It's like when you know, like a like a like a girl who's like ten years old has like her first like boy band celebrity crush. Yeah, and she's got the posters, and she wants. She's like, you know, everything is about like that's what Trump people are like. He it's they surreal. are obsessed with him as like a nine-year-old girl is obsessed with. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know, whoever the new, <laughs> I don't know what nine-year-old girls are, but you know uh, what I'm talking about. It's like, no, I do. That's I, and, that's the thing. and it's not, and now when you're obsessed with somebody that much, that person can do no wrong. Yeah. That doesn't matter. And, it, and it's, it's the people who are like closeted fans too, that I'm like, but then again, those people who are like closeted fans, they, they would probably would never swipe on either of us. So it's like, we're not, we're not their target demographic unless they're yeah, trying no, to like they're... piss off their dad again. Like who's a huge, they're not exactly fan. looking for the Persian comics to. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Oh dad, I met this uh, Persian guy. Um, he also, uh, uh, I don't know burns the flag on mornings on Friday mornings <laughs> during Muslim prayer. <laughs> you know it's funny i because i do this joke at the beginning of my act sometimes where i talk about uh how i'm half persian and there's been a lot of times where uh right after i say that i'll hear in the crowd terrorist right after really? I say terrorist yeah and it's it's always like that it's just like a quick thing and sometimes i'll call attention wow. to it sometimes i won't and then i remember after a show once because I talk about how I don't like to tell people in Arizona I'm Persian because yeah. I, I say the, the joke, that you people in Arizona, you can't even handle Mexicans yet, so you're not going to be able to handle. Right, right. So, so one time, this this nice elderly couple, after a show, they were like, oh, you were so funny. That was, we loved it. That was so great. But you know what? You're right. You shouldn't tell people that you're oh. Persian because, you know, people don't like those people. And, you know, it's good that you don't want to oh, yeah. And I'm like... I think you missed the point of that joke. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. Um, I did that. I did a joke on Facebook two days ago where I said, uh, the beginning of 2020, I walked a couple when I said I was Iranian on stage. And I said, my goal in 2020 is to walk them end of, after my show. I saw that, yeah. And people are like, did that really happen? I'm like, yeah, it happened. And in Chicago. But like in Arizona, I, I don't know. When, when I did that, those shows, I always say, 
you know, I'm from Iran, because I feel like if you say Persian, some people are like, it takes them a minute to figure it out, especially the, yeah, the, the, the dummies. Well, so I yeah, say that's, Iran that, that's, yeah. to hammer it home. And uh, I like doing that at the show. And uh, I think I was in Arizona, like maybe when shit was bad. And uh, you can hear that. And I leaned into it where I was like, I'm like, I'm from Iran. I'm like, yep, that's the right response. And people like, then they got like, their assholes tightened up or loosened yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it can be that way here here, but I think it's, it's it can be that way anywhere. I guess I like when there's Iran, another Iran per- is kind of a trigger word. Yeah, <laughs> it has that like. Well, well, lately I did a couple of shows and I said that and no one really cared. I'm like, yeah, you guys don't really care about us right now. You've got bigger issues to fry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're not on the we're not the the Muslim ban or whatever isn't isn't up on the list, but um. Have you had that in situations where women have asked you, like, well, I guess, you, have you, yeah, have you had a dates or people after shows that were interested in you? They're like, so are you really from Iran? Or, like, in, in Arizona, does that shit happen? Well, it's one of those things where when you, uh, when you tell people you're Persian or Iranian, everyone assumes that, like, you're from there and have and go there all the time yeah. Uh, so yeah like I, I i don't people don't ask me oh have you ever been they ask oh so how often do you go back that's always <laughs> what i get how often do you go back? i'm like i've never been there i don't know yeah. if you wish i i've never have and you I, I wouldn't ever feel like well are you ever gonna i'm like no i'm not going there if i'm yeah, they, if they I'm don't want us there go somewhere i'm not going to go around <laughs> It's not a number one destination for Iranian Americans. Have you dated a Middle Eastern girl before? Or no, I never have. Yeah, and it's not by like you know. Yeah, it's just that I don't want to date a dirty Iranian. That's (laughs) (laughs) no, I just (laughs) you're a self-hating Iranian. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. No, I just I have it. I'm not I'm not opposed to it by any means. I I would be very intimidated by. meeting their fathers but uh no I would, I would be open to it i just haven't yeah. or middle eastern in general yeah I, I think it's uh yeah i think uh i'm not a, i'm phys- the, yeah it's not my type physically but i'm not opposed to it i guess um yeah. your parents would be happy though right or at least half of your parents uh yeah i my, my parents are happy when i do anything <laughs> i'm like hey I, I really need, what's I, what's that I, like <laughs> No, well, let me, unconditional let me, let me love that. my mom is happy when i do anything <laughs> my my dad knows i'm a big idiot so he's okay <laughs> he's the iranian in the family yeah yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah well tony it was awesome having you on here thank you so much hopefully it wasn't too painful for you to delve into your problems i do think you need to go on on one of those apps you need to uh I will check them out for sure. And I'm going to check out the keyboard thing too. Keys. Yeah. It's uh, I'll give you the link. It's singles only is the password. Uh, it does all the, I mean, literally for you who doesn't want to put in the work, it does everything for you. So all you literally, I can put up, if you send me the pictures you want, I can make your hinge profile in two seconds. And nice. it's going to be like, I like hinge cause it tells you everything like it, about the person. So like, political view religious um smoking drugs drinking habits nice okay speaking of which uh before we leave i want everyone to know you've got your uh your special day drinker coming it's already out on amazon prime and uh spotify right and apple music 
yeah, you could listen to it on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and you could watch it on uh, on Amazon Prime. Where'd you record it at? It's Comedy Spot. I recorded it in October uh, 2019 at the Comedy Spot. We felt yeah. we recorded. Uh, I was there three nights headlining, and we recorded each show. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's all it's it's all clean too. I did a, I did all clean sets, so that's different. Nice. For me. But yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's Day Drinker, so check it out. I will check it out. I will tell everyone to check it out. Where can people find, other than on the new dating app you're going to be, where can people <laughs> find you on, on social media? What's Follow me on, on Instagram at Tony B Comedy. Uh, that's, that's always where I am. That's where I post all my comedy stuff and everything. So, yeah, awesome. at Tony B Comedy on Instagram. All right. Well, thanks, Tony, for, for coming on Singles Only Podcast. Uh, please check them out, everyone. And thank you all for watching or listening to another edition of Singles Only. Thanks, Paul. Hey, Singles Only folks. Have I ever uh, steered you wrong? Have I ever, you know, given you bad advice? I, I've been here for four years now for some of you guys. The longest relationship I've ever been in is with this podcast. And uh, I've given you everything I can. I brought guests that have informed you, entertained you, told you how to date, told you how not to date. And now I'm bringing you another tool, a superpower, if you will. It's called the Keys Dating Keyboard. You download this app and it saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in dating. What it is is it has messages for every situation, breaking the ice, being flirty, responding to something that was asked of you, um, or most importantly, breaking up with someone or ending things. Instead of ghosting, you can be a responsible person and choose multiple different responses. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. When I saw this app, I was like, I need to, I need to get this to my folks. And, you know, it's been proven that uh, singles spend over 8,000 messages, you know, hours on apps uh, until they find what they're looking for. Well, this is going to save you so much more time. It's a free app for you guys. That's what I'm going to do for you. You guys download the app. It's, uh, if, you, if you Google dating keyboard keys or uh, keys keyboard, um, it's going to pop up. Promo code singles only free. Boom. Don't tell me I don't do anything for you guys. So this is it's being, you know, it, only certain people have access to this, but you guys are going to be ones that have it. You guys are basically going to be testers on this app. And um, I'm inviting you to listen to this, to use it, and uh, before it's released to the general public, tell me what you think. Download the app. Use the password singles only to get in. Anyone that signs up will be free for one year. One year of free usage. I don't know what else to tell you. I am doing everything I can to get you guys to stop listening to this podcast and, and find love, whatever the hell that means. Keys, dating, keyboard. Promo code, singles only. You're welcome. But I'm still standing.